0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Have a Friday, or let's call it for What Friday? In the grand scheme of things, at some point, we gotta choose. In order to take the leap, you can't be afraid to lose. It's your boy, OG, and if it's your first time joining us, kill stands for talking in layman's terms. Nobody wants to listen, and the clapback is the norm. How you gonna navigate the chaos when you never weather a storm? Stop, looking, listen before you send your next tweet. Real lines in the jungle Never worry about what they gon' eat. What Friday? You gotta have reason. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I feel terrible, but I'm here for you. Let's jump right into it. Let's start with the big trade in the NBA, Dame Dollar. has finally got out of Portland. He's not going to Miami, but he's going to the Milwaukee Bucks, the team with another superstar and uh, Giannis, the the Greek freak, if you will. Not a good trade, in my opinion. Wrong fit for the Bucks. They play a lot of half court. That ain't Dame's thing, although he, he can do it, but... I just don't see it working long-term. And losing Drew Holiday, big loss. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. The Bucks are not the winners in this trade. The Suns are the winners. In Portland, Chauncey's just getting pieces. He's trying to build the 2004 Pistons all over again. But like I said, we'll get into that later in the show. Uh, more in basketball, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt 72 Finals jersey goes for $4.9 million. Woo! Talking about being a fanboy or a fan fanwoman or whatever it is, 4.9, a little excessive, but I understand. Moving on, in the WNBA, the Liberty and the Suns go tonight. Series tied at 1-1. You want to see some real basketball, you can't miss out on these series. Uh, the second one is the, the Las Vegas Aces, the defending champions going against the Wings. I mean, although the Aces are up 2-0, you need to check it out. Like I said, this is the year uh, the, the WNBA has been watched the most this year than in its 21-year existence. You gotta check it out. They got stars. If you want to catch basketball at its purest form, watch the women. More in the WNBA. Brianna Stewart gets her gets another MVP trophy. I thought I had covered this a couple of shows back, but it popped up. Yes, Brianna Stewart is the 2023 MVP. It was a tip for tap with her and AJ Wilson, but, you know, Brianna dropped a couple of 40 pieces this year that might have gave her the edge. It was a good battle either way, but you can't say Brianna didn't deserve it. So, congratulations to her. The WMEA is also near an expansion. They're talking about in the Bay Area. Why wouldn't you have a team in the Bay Area with the Warriors doing what they're doing? So, they're thinking about having a team in the Bay Area. Good idea. The Seattle Storms, Coach Noel Quinn gets a multi-year extension even after going 11-29. But hey, after you lose Brianna Stewart, what can you expect? Moving on to football. NFL, Green Bay and Detroit got it on last night. And uh, Lambeau, 34-20. Detroit, no love at home for Jordan Love. Slow start by the Packers, got them trounced. It wasn't really a bad... If, if Green Bay had played just a little bit in the first half, the score wouldn't have been as inflated. Uh, I mean, people were expecting Detroit to just blow them out. They had best field position. I mean, they pretty much started from Green Bay's 40-yard line. Even though Love tried to bring him back, he doesn't get to knock on him for, you know, starting slow. But it's starting to question Matt LaFleur's coaching ability, but it was a good game. Even though it was 34-20. You have to look at it in its totality to understand. But yeah, I think Green Bay still got a shot. And Detroit is becoming the team that we thought they were going to be. But we'll see. And it's getting ugly in Gotham. New York Jet. Nobody believes in Zach Wilson. Management won't let it go. Aaron Rodgers not walking through that door. Instead of viable options, they're throwing people out there like, Tannehill from Tannehill from the Titans. Hell, the Titans don't want that. His own team don't want him, but scared to play Malik Willis. there are some guys out there that can help this team. They tried They signed Trevor Simeon to the practice squad. He was Peyton Manning's uh air parent. You see how that went. But still, you've got some real viable options out there. But management won't pull a trigger. I'm like, are you serious? are you serious it seems that they stuck stuck on stupid but the season's not over it's 17 games they got to give these guys some hope if they get ran over this weekend i look for a full-on mutiny in gotham quarterback david Carr's pretty much a game time decision uh but the, the way they're talking james winston is gonna get to get have some little bit of revenge against tampa bay as they play them this weekend, they're giving Jameis uh, full autonomy uh, to do what he needs to do to get ready to start. So, we'll see how that goes. Can Baker hold him off? Baker's having a good season, even though they lost the last game, but we'll see. The Chargers-Eckler, he practices, but no decision on if he'll play Sunday or not. We'll keep an eye on that. The Rams hope to get Cooper Cup back Sunday also. They could have used him in that Monday night game. Mac Jones- is having frustration about the backlash he's getting for hitting Sauce Gardner uh, in the place you shouldn't hit any man. But is Mac Jones a dirty player? <laughs> I don't think Mac Jones is a dirt, dirty player. I think he got a little bit frustrated. I think he's lucky that Sauce didn't lose his head and pick him up and body slam him. So I don't think he's a dirty player. Sometimes you just do stuff, you know, it's just reactionary. He didn't know what he was doing, so leave him alone. Patriots played Cowboys. Cowboys uh, this weekend. Zeke expresses emotions about facing the Cowboys. News flash, Zeke, you'll always be a Cowboy no matter what, what uniform you're wearing, make them pay, make them pay. Let are moving on to college football, Coach Prime. Coach Prime seems to have been locked in this battle with McCartney McClain, the Ballyhoos freshman out of Miami who doesn't want to do anything to get on the field, but wants to cry about it. This can go bad really quick, and it seems like it has gone bad. My personal thought is that he wanted to go to Miami, but his mama made him go see Coach Prime because she could see he needed a man in his life because he probably got to do whatever he wanted to do in high school. The man that's coaching you is the best to ever do it at your position instead of just shutting up doing what you're supposed to do what does he do what these kids nowadays do he hit instagram i don't know what he said i don't even care it doesn't matter at this point all he needs to do is shut up and do what coach prime tells him to do but at this point all you're doing is hurting the brand can't be messing with the brand komani you can get in the transfer portal buddy because you're not helping us out any right now and we don't have time for crybabies and i'm mad because I'm a mama's boy, but he's the wrong kind of mama's boy. Transfer portals there, guy. Use it. And like I said, Coach Prime said we coming. And we coming. Yeah, we lost to Oregon last week. We got smashed. We got USC this week. Everybody coming. Everybody coming. And the coach for Oregon landing, crying about clicks and likes. Guess what, buddy? Nobody's watching Oregon this week nobody. No recruits. I bet you're going to watch, though. It's called the Prime Effect, buddy. Get used to it. And all that energy you had, had that same energy with Coach Prime has a offensive and defensive line. We keep receipts. That's all I'm saying. And Travis Hunter did an amazing thing. The guy that's got him out right now, Blackburn, dirty hit, you can call it what you want. Travis told the guy to pull up. They met, they did a uh, a video, people gotta let stuff go. You don't have to forget it, because it was a dirty hit, I don't care what he says. We all know he was talked up by his coaches. That's cool, but you gotta let stuff go. And like Travis has been with Coach Prime, we keep receipts. Michigan State finally gets around to fire Mel Tucker for cause, or so they say. Expect a lawsuit coming soon. Still, nobody knows what really unraveled. It was a relationship, but he say, she say. But the way they came after Mel, it was like they wanted them gone anyway. Uh, Michigan State's gonna be in the dumps this year. I don't, I don't care who they bring in, old coach, new coach. We'll see. But I think they did Mel a disservice. Lawsuit coming soon. More bad news for Texas A&M. Uh, their quarterback is gone for the year. Foot injury. It was told to Jimbo if he went eight and four this year, they will buy him out of his contract. Well, Jimbo, you better start packing. I'm not saying they're gonna lose four games, but I'm saying it looks like they're gonna lose four games. It was Jimbo got the ten year contract, richest contract in in college football. Nobody blinked or batted an eye. Oh, Jimbo's gonna do it. He's won a national championship. Well, Jimbo hasn't done a whole lot of stuff. And I'm not even going to say if he was of a different complexion, would he be gone? They fired Kevin Sumlin, and he was ranked. Good luck with that, Jimbo. Going to move on to uh, Major League Baseball. What's happening in baseball? Uh, Mr. Cooner Jr. hits his 40th home run, and he steals his 70th 70th base. First time that's ever been done in baseball. He's up for the MVP award. I'm pretty sure he's going to get it. Still, a vote on the Oakland A's leaving Oakland for Vegas. Still not settled. They still got to go back to the voting, but I mean, I'm a Pierce, so I want the o- the A's to stay in Oakland. But if Vegas is making baseball better for them, go to Vegas. But we're going to see. More in the NCAA men's basketball. Mikey Williams, one of the top high school players, not with Memphis yet. Due to allegations uh, on a shooting, they that they claim that is alleged that he had that he participated in, and until the charges are dropped, he's ineligible. He's taking classes online. He is on the Memphis camp- campus with Penny Hardaway. We'll see how that shakes out. Bronny James recovering. Uh, he still missed USC's first practice. No rush to get back. Uh, make sure you're all the way good before you come back. Uh, don't come back for any pundits or you know in any kind of pressure, bruh. You're too young for all of that. Take your time. In golf, the Ryder Cup started. The European teams swept the foursomes. U.S. is not looking good right now. I don't know if the the live golf has got the decision so bad that they can't get it together to compete together, but the Europeans are kicking ass from the start. So we hopefully they can get that together. And my man Messi in in soccer has a game-time decision for his game for the NYCFC game. So good luck to him. Okay, let's jump into this college football. It is what it is. Hope I got your team on here. Let's talk about it. First, we're going to go down these rankings, the ranked teams, and who they're playing, and what's going to happen. First, you got Georgia versus Auburn. Really nothing to talk about. Georgia should steamroll them. The only thing uh, they're going to be fighting about is if the backups are going to have better numbers than the starters. Moving on. Michigan at number two versus Nebraska. Also, nothing to talk about. You see how Colorado smacked uh, Nebraska. (sighs) What Michigan is about to do to them is not going to be a smack. Good luck in recruiting Matt Rule. Nobody's going to want to come there after you get smashed by the Wolverines. (sighs) Moving on. Number three, Texas. Number three, Texas against number 24, Kansas. Is Kansas legit? We're about to find out. I mean, even though Texas comes off a little lackadaisical sometimes, Kansas has been, they've been honking Kansas' horn for the last couple of weeks. And I'm glad just to see them ranked. So we're going to see what they're made of and see if the Longhorns can keep rolling. Number four, Ohio State is off this weekend. They'll be back next weekend. We got Florida State at number five, also off this weekend. At number six, we got Penn State versus Northwestern. Once again, nothing to talk about here since they fired the head coach at Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, they won't be winning any games in the Big Ten this year. At number seven, Washington versus Arizona. And if you haven't seen Penix Jr., he's a must-watch. Must he is my guy for the Heisman right now. Enough said. At number eight, the game of the day and the night comes on noon tomorrow. You at number eight USC against unranked Colorado. Everybody watching. I'm say that again. Everybody watching. They got 10.4 million views playing Oregon. What do you think they're gonna get playing USC? Everybody pulling up. Jay-Z, Braun, LeBron, Keyshawn Johnson, Snoop, the boys on the USC side. It's gonna be what they say, lit. Hopefully. Colorado gets to show their wares and they don't get blown out like they got blown out against Oregon. USC's defense is not what Oregon's defense is. And hopefully the guys can get on track. Jimmy Horn, can you show up for a whole game, please? Jimmy Horn, yeah. Jimmy Horn, Mr. Star Receiver, show up for a whole game. Hopefully Shallow plays on the defense side of the ball because if he's out, it's going to be another one of those days. Moving on. We got Number nine, Oregon versus Stanford. Nobody watching. Say it again. Nobody watching. You had your 15 minutes of fame, Dan Lanning, and you won't get any more this year. It's called prom effect once again. Number 10, Utah versus number 19, Oregon State. Utah's Utes, too hard to beat, man. Oregon State's been up and down the last couple of weeks. I think Utah takes it to them. Even with that, that still going quarterback by committee, The starting quarterback has yet to make a start this year. We, they said it was because of injury, but it seems to be something else behind the scenes. Keep seeing them on the sideline with no braces, no cast. So what's really going on in Utah? Okay, then we got number 11, Notre Dame. Fresh off that close loss to Ohio State versus number 17, Duke party is over for duke the physicality the notre dame has they had ohio state on their heels all game quarterback duke quarterback i would advise you to stay in the pocket and throw you not don't want to run on these boys because contact is everything to you them. Know? but yeah for duke i think the party's over at number 12 you got alabama versus mississippi state roll tide that's all i gotta say uh, number thirteen LSU versus old Miss. Number twenty Ole Miss. Man, this should be interesting because Brian Kelly didn't thought his team was something they weren't, and so did Lane Kiffin going into Alabama. So we're gonna see who's right about their team. Thirteen against twenty. Number fourteen Oklahoma versus Iowa State. It's a good test for Venerables and uh, the Sooners. In his coaching style. Because I don't think he's a, a, a viable coach. But we'll see when he gets in the SEC next year. They still haven't really played anybody. That's all I'm saying. At number 15, UNC. They're off this weekend. 16, Washington State. It's off this weekend. Uh, like I said, number 17, uh, Duke. They're playing Notre Dame. Number 18, Miami is also off this weekend. Oregon State is at 19. They're playing Utah, as I said. Number 20, Ole Miss is playing LSU, as I said. Number 21, Tennessee versus South Carolina. This is going to be a good fight because uh, South Carolina is ready to play, and Tennessee's having a little problems at quarterback. Milton can throw it a country mile, but uh, his accuracy is a little bit off. I think still Tennessee is going to be tough enough to take down South Carolina, and I'm not a Spencer Rattler fan, but... I didn't think he was going to be pro-worthy, but from what I've seen, the kids growing up a little bit, I think he'll be a good pro. Then we got at 22, we got Florida versus Kentucky. This is not going to be a walk in the park for Florida. They also had an up and down play, but the little brother of Travis Etienne off the Jaguars is a monster. I think he'll be the difference in this game against Kentucky. At number 23, we got Missouri versus Vanderbilt. I think Mizzou handles business. Uh, 24, Kansas. Like I said, Kansas is playing uh, Texas. Number three, Texas. And at 25, Fresno State versus Nevada. Fresno, how good is Fresno? We're going to find out because Nevada's going to put up a fight. Fresno at 25, rounding out your top 25. Other games you might want to see, like I said, I always go to the kids' alma mater, Sam Houston State. Versus Jacksonville State. They played last night. I was not up on the score. I I didn't get the final score. Uh, Also, tomorrow, Baylor versus UCF. Uh, Good luck to Baylor. Uh, Abilene Christian versus North Texas. My family's going to be there uh, to support my nephew Drew. Hopefully, they can get a win. Uh, Houston versus Texas Tech. Uh, hey, that's going to be a lot of recruiting wars going on right there, but tech should take care of business. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Tyreek Matthews, number 32 in your program. Uh, number five, ODU versus Marshall. Uh, most of the kids from my area DMV are students at ODU. ODU's taking over from down there in the, uh, East Coast, I heard. Also, we go going Virginia State versus Shaw. They say James Madison is the best, uh, School, a small school in the state, but Virginia State is undefeated going against Shaw. Norfolk State against vaunted rival North Carolina AT. That should be a good one. The football game's no good. The band's gonna tear it up. Then we got number eight, Hampton versus the Richmond Spiders. That should be a good one. Hampton should, should win that. And then finally, we got Howard against Robert Morris. Like I said, if the game's not any good, check out the bands. That's enough for college. We're going to drift over into the pro game. The pro game going on this Sunday. First game up. We got Atlanta versus Jacksonville. And this depends on if Jacksonville's receivers can catch the ball. Because, uh... My man Sunshine has got about eight touchdowns out there that his receivers couldn't hold on for some re- reason. Ridley gets payback against his old team. I think Jacksonville gets, to, gets it together and it's a blowout, but we'll see. Miami versus Buffalo. Which quarter, quarterback will rise up? They want Josh Josh Allen to win so bad. Tua's got the track team over there. It's who plays defense the best. The Miami's defense ain't all of that, but I don't think there's a defense out there right now that can stop Miami. So I'm looking at Tua, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, the boys, and the track meet. Now, they're not going to score 70 points, but damn, 40 looks good. Moving on, Denver versus Chicago. Peyton's last stand, not Russ's. If they lose this game, the boy won. yeah, they need to fire everybody if they lose this game. I'm not saying Chicago don't have a chance, but Chicago don't have a chance. They're both they're both messes. Chicago claimed they didn't want Justin Fields. They're stuck with him right now. And Sean Payton is trying to blame everything on Russ because he has no institutional control. Mr. Tough Guy. Miami hung a 70 on you last week. Stop saying it's Russ. Then we got Baltimore versus Cleveland, DW-4 or Lamar. Who you got? Looks like DW-4 is coming into his own. And Lamar looks confused. I thought Lamar was gonna tear this season up. Adam pencil in as MVP. Him and offensive coordinator haven't got on the same page yet, and it looks horrible. Not to mention half the team's hurt again. I'm like, did the, did the Ravens have a curse on them or something? Every year the same thing. I know as physical as they are, you're bound to have injuries. But every year, yeah, I'm going with Cleveland in this in this one. Then we got Cincinnati versus Tennessee. I'm not the first to say it, but I see upset. Joe Burrow doesn't look good, and Tennessee over able to put it put it, put it together just enough to, to take him down. But, but we'll see. You know, Joe showed Joe showed a lot of guts last week. Come back in the second half, knowing he couldn't move, just standing in the pocket, and his big time players stepped up. Jamar Chase. Uh, Mixon. they did that thing, so don't count them out of it. But yeah, that's gonna be one of the upset spoilers for this week that everybody's gonna pick. Then we got Rams versus the Colts. Stafford can still sling it if you didn't know. And everybody's thinking the Colts are just gonna be doormats. If they had Jonathan Taylor, I I probably they'd be in the race for the for the division. But they don't have him. I don't know if the rookie's starting this yet or not. But Gardner Minshew, he has afforded himself. Well, they'll be in this game even if they don't win it. Then, like I said, you have Tampa versus the Saints. Revenge game if, if Jameis starts. I mean, he needs to just go out there and let it out. And like I said, people are overlooking Baker because he's in Tampa. But he's played well this year. You can't hang it on him. Baker's playing well. Like I said, I've always liked Baker. He's got that moxie. He's a gamer. So that's going to be a good game. Then we have Washington versus Philly. Washington better get it together. Because Philly trying to get it together too. And they look better at getting it together than they did. Washington only scored three points last week. They want to blame everything on the enemy. Hey, the enemy's not out there playing. If they're not executing his plan, that's on the players'. But don't try to blame everything on, on, on the enemy. Uh, then we got Minnesota versus Carolina. Uh, they said Bryce Young is going to start this game. Uh, if not, I still think the Vikes get off the snide and get one. They've been playing. They haven't been playing bad. They've been playing good enough to win. But like I said, they're short. In the, their running game slowed down. Why they let... uh. Dalvin Cook, though, I don't know. They're probably going to blow the whole team up after this year, but this is a win they should get. Pittsburgh versus the Texans. This is not a pushover game. Pittsburgh has their problems, and CJ Stroud showed up last week. He showed up like the player when they project the player to be something. Yeah, he showed up like the player they projected him to be. I always thought he was good. He's a pocket guy, but he's athletic. He looked Way better than Pickett has looked for Pittsburgh. But that Pittsburgh defense is overwhelming. Can he handle that? We gonna see. Then you got the Raiders versus the Chargers. Both coaches on thin ice. Uh, probably Stanley. he got that win last week. He thinks he's, he's off the hook. Lose to the Raiders, buddy. You'll see how off the hook you're not. Okay, then we have the Pats versus the Cowboys. Dallas needs to prove it. Offensive line, this mix and match right now. Nobody wants to hear that with the defense. The defense got humble last week, losing to Arizona. Maybe now everybody will get off that uh, Dan Quinn is the next head coach. Dan Quinn ain't nobody's damn head coach. He's he's the defensive coordinator for a reason. He's the same guy that lost the 28-point lead in the Super Bowl. Not getting the job. I'm not happy with McCarthy and his play calling from 1998. But we're going to see what it happens. Dak's going to, if they're sluggish or can't get out, of Dak's going to have to do it. And he, and he knows that. Because uh, he was real. He, he wasn't. I finally was glad to see him show some emotion in the press conference. Tired of people piling on, piling on Stephen A. Smith and all those other bozos. They got to prove it. That, that's all I'm saying. Then you got Arizona against the 49ers. This is going to be interesting. Because Arizona just out physical the Dallas Cowboys. One of the most physical teams in the league. Now the 49ers are physical, but I've been saying they're in love with the only reason the 49ers are in love with Brock Purdy because he doesn't hurt that salary cap and he's a no-name. Shanahan thinks he can throw quarterbacks away. That's how he thinks. He thinks he's the mad genius or whatever. Everything. No. If you get the purdy, you can win. And the way Arizona played last week. If they get the purdy, I think they can win too. They probably won't, but I'm just saying the physicality was next level. Let's see once they they if they can get the purdy and bang around a little bit. Let's see what happens. Because you remember in that playoff games, them boys got to him, and he didn't look that good. We're going to see. Finally, the Chiefs versus the Jets on Sunday. <laughs> Zach Wilson better get security after this blowout. It's going to be a blowout. It ain't going to be close. It's going to be a blowout. I don't care about him wearing a headband and you know what I'm saying Joe Naiman talking out the side of his neck, whatever the case may be. If they blow the Jets out, he better get some security. That's all I'm saying. Then we got the Monday night game. We got Seattle versus the Jets. Gino gets to pick on the Giants. Remember, he, he, he played there once upon a time. So I, I don't think. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't know if Saquon's going to play, but I think uh, Seattle should run roughshod over them. Uh, They got their mojo back after the week one loss, so we're going to see. And that's all I have for the NFL. Now, let's run down this uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, Got like three games left. Let's give you the division leaders, as always, the major league In the AL East, we got the Orioles. The Rays are three games out, but they have also clinched a playoff spot. The Orioles won their 100th game last night. Congratulations to them. AL Central, it's been the Twins all year. Uh, Cleveland is nine games back. They've been eliminated. And then in the West, you have the Rangers. The Astros are two games back, and the Mariners are three games back. Astros are in the catbird seat. For the playoff spot so we'll see about that in the National League uh, National League East you got the Braves 14 games up on the Phillies but the Phillies also clinched the playoff spot then you have the NL Central the Brewers eight games the Cubs are eight games back the Reds are nine games back fighting for the wild card and in the NL West the Dodgers are 14 games up on Arizona they've been up since midway through the season and it's probably the final stats for this year. You got Luis Arriés, three fifty-three average for the Marlins, best in the league. You got Matt Olson, fifty-four home runs for the Braves. Matt Olson is also the RBI leader with one hundred thirty-six for the Braves. You got the best pitcher in the game, nineteen wins, Spencer Strider for the Braves, and the best ERA in the game is Blake Snell, two twenty-five for the Padres. And finally, Emmanuel Class, 43 saves for Cleveland. That's your baseball update. Now, we're gonna get in the NBA and talk about that trade. The Bucks won the trade, but didn't win the trade. Here's the facts. Giannis is outgrown Milwaukee. That's why he's talking outside his neck, telling the owners, if you don't get me another star, but him figuring they wouldn't. But, guy, you got two of your brothers on the team holding up roster spots, and you're talking about getting better. Trading Drew Holiday was not the smart thing. Milwaukee is a defense-to-offense type of team. They like to play half court. They let Giannis run when they want him to. This was not good for them. Dame is not a a defense-to-offense guy. Dame is an offense-to-offense guy. Yeah, it'll be who you're going to double, him or Giannis. And with the team, they're big and slow. They need to inject some youth in, in there. I think it's, it's got to be some more moves being made. And them saying that the Bucks are the favorites to win, I'm like, they all should fire themselves. If you put the Bucks and I can't stand the Nuggets, the team as is against against uh, the Denver Nuggets right now, Denver will kill them. Point blank, period. Point blank, period. And but. It was a good trade for him, although I said the, the the time for player empowerment is over. Teams are not sending you where you want to go anymore. You hear me, James Harden? Teams are not sending you where you want to go anymore. They're just not. The winners in the whole thing were the Suns. The, the Suns getting Nurkic. They got Aiton out of there. Mister, this is going to run over. All Nurkic is is a garbage man. He's going to rebound. He's going to block shots. And he won't complain about not scoring. Defensive. He better not miss. stop missing those layups. Got Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen can get you 20 off the bench if you're not trying to trip anybody. Got Nasir Little. He a Carolina brethren. He can play the 4 or the 5. He can give Katie a break. He's physical. He's not a 3-point shooter, so he won't mess with those guys on the perimeter. Then they got Ke- Keon Johnson. He can play both guards position. If you remember him, he played at Tennessee. I still would like to see him go out and get John Wall. I still would like I don't why John Wall is not on a roster. I don't know. I still would like to see him go out and get John Wall. But the Suns have covered all the bases. They've covered all the bases. And the only reason I wanted to see him go out and get John Wall, because the distribution of the ball. They got killers. Killer the Suns have killer scores, but they're gonna have to get go out and get guys to distribute. Bradley Beal, he can run the point, but he's a turnover machine when he does. Book he can run the point too. Book put forces the issue too much, and he forgets Kevin Durant is on his team. Despite what you might think, KD was there getting, you know, getting in the coach or whatever. Book is still not the number one until Kevin Durant leaves this leaves basketball. He is the number one point bank player. Period. And if the coach doesn't let him know that, was like hey, he's gonna have to pull him aside and say hey, young fella, still my world, still my world. And Portland. Portland gets Aiton, who, who who still won't be the number one option. All the crying he did in uh, Phoenix, he still won't be the number one option. He'll get more run. He'll probably be the second or third. But he still won't be the number one. He's bad because he's number one option and wasn't being treated like a number one option. Well, when Devin Booker and Kevin Durant is on your team, you're not a number one op- option. You're too soft. You're too passive. Look at some tape. But, you know, with all that being said, he can't play soft for Chauncey. That's not going to work. He can't play soft for Chauncey. And like I said, Chauncey is slowly building the 2004 Pistons all over again. Look at the roster. If you know your basketball, look at what he's got and what the 2004 Pistons are going. He's only missing a couple pieces to the pie. Drew Holiday is not going to stay there. And whoever gets him... It's gonna be oh man it's like Christmas came early. Just think about it. Think about it. Think about Drew Holiday goes to Boston. You got a guy that's gonna did up. You lost Marcus Smart, you got a guy to dead up, give you twenty to twenty five. He's not gonna fall in love with the three point line and he's gonna distribute the rock. He's actually gonna make Jalen Brown and Tatum play better together. That would be scary. The Knicks the Knicks are in too love with Jalen Brunson. Holiday will be an upgrade for them. Brunson will be have to come off the bench even after that. You will bring Holiday off the bench? Hell no. 76ers, he played for them before. Be a perfect pit fit if James Harden wants to play the waiting game. He'd also be a good fit for the Raptors. The Raptors are still young, they got pieces. We don't even want to talk about if he went to Chicago with DeMar DeRozan. Man. Cleveland, maybe. Nobody knows what Cleveland is. Nobody knows if Donovan Mitchell wants to stay there. Pistons are already loaded. They don't really need them. Miami, well, that would be almost better than Dame. Drew Holiday's game translates to Miami. His game translates to Miami better than Dame's game transfers to Milwaukee. Facts. Atlanta, nah. They don't really need him. So, that's how it's going down. But like I said... The Milwaukee Bucks, the only thing they, they got better at is selling jerseys, uh, selling out things, selling out the stadium or whatever. I see more moves being made because they're deficient. Like I said, they're big and slow. They need a bench. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I'm going to get on out of here because I've taken up enough of your time. And like I said, I'm not feeling my best today. So I'm going to give a couple shout outs and I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, first, I've shouted them out. Last time, last week, I think. My main wing, Wayne Penn, is getting married tomorrow. Like I said, kudos to you. This my man, 50 grand and all that. I wish you nothing but the best. Uh, shout out to my family going up to North Texas today. Uh, you know, My wife, Sharon, my daughters, Trinity, Sierra, my sister-in-law, Lisa, my mother-in-law, uh, the whole gang. Shout out to Drew. They're going to do it big at North Texas so i was not able to make it and i keep telling people remember family is not everything it's the only thing and we need to get back to that as always it's your boy og and i'm o u t